episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. Lock and load and get ready to go on a bloody vigilante rampage. Uh, the likes of which hasn't been seen since Dolph Lundgren in this week's episode of Cosmic Punisher. This is your GM Patrick here, your gentrified mafia boss, living it up in Florida and joining me in taking down the dawn in torturous and inventive killing waves are my five apartment neighbors and your players willing to be stitched back together across the digital table from me, a, a friend down the hall with pipes for singing and pans for pinging. It's Miles playing Raimi. Good evening. On my right, the boss's right-hand man who gets framed for sleeping with John Travolta's wife. It's Tyler playing a dross. <laughs> hey, Patrick. How dare you, Tyler? Oh, I know. His left, a heavily armed Delta Force veteran with a death wish and a kill list. It's Rebecca playing Alindra. Hello. To my left, the patron saint of killing vigilantes. It's Drew playing Nack Travolta Feldspar. Microchip. And finally, to his left, an impossible-to-kill Russian assassin juggernauting his way through your apartment. It's Jabert as Anna's 148. Hey! Whoa! Hey! Fun movie. I don't believe it's true, but supposedly that the the Russian assassin whose name escapes me, the actor got stabbed. Like, it was supposed to be a prop (laughs) knife, and he didn't flinch. Uh, Wasn't the Russian played by Kevin Nash? It was a very famous wrestler, yes. Yes, but the the story goes that just literally juggernauted his way through a scene where he was stabbed. That's yep, it was Kevin Nash as the Russian. The Russian, yes. And I mean, it's, it's a great scene. Not really a super, super heroic film, but a good Punisher movie. Not a bad one. Welcome back, everyone. I have good news and bad news, and they're both the same, I think, for you. There is no trivia recap this week. Yeah. Boom. No, no bonuses as you guys finish off the last quantum clone and rescued the Xeno archaeologists trapped in that ancient Sivian base. We got to speed this episode along because we got some level ups to talk about. Yeah, so yeah, skipping yeah. that instead talking about going around the digital table and, you know, leveling up to, I think, Rebecca, you said it after we finished recording last week, the highest level we've ever had on this podcast, level 14. It's a cosmic crit record. And our first level up of this season, which is always fun. So who wants to go first? Uh, just something that you got this level or some change to your character? Let it. I'll go. So, Great. you know, we have certain things that have happened in the last in the last couple of episodes. Uh, in fact, one that aired for, for all of the fans today. <laughs> so I picked up a new Envoy improvisation this level called Don't Quit. As a standard action, I can call out a single ally within 60 feet, and that ally can ignore a condition until the start of my next turn. Conditions such as dazed, exhausted, or confused. Oh, gosh. Um, There's so many on this list. Boy, that would have been a real helpful ability. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And since we are above 12th level, I can actually, uh, under certain circumstances, spend a resolve point to just remove the condition. So Mm -hmm. uh, 
Uh, we'll learn that. Oh, we learned that lesson, gang. Hope we run into some of those completely things. changed that fight a couple of episodes ago, yeah. right? Like, well, yeah. no, because we were all confused. He can't use the ability while he himself is. Confused, he wasn't. Unless he, he was not confused. I was not confused. Right? Yes, no, you were. You were definitely yeah. confused. You were definitely confused. <laughs> oh, the only reason you acted normally, that thing. Yeah. you had to keep attacking him, but you didn't. You you still can't use your abilities. So oh. wouldn't have changed that fight. But in any other scenario <laughs> where we're not all confused <laughs> yes it's extraordinarily well, helpful it, it, yeah. it does it does now, blanket cover so many things confused I mean, yeah, fascinated it's fatigued, like almost shaken, every sickened, one staggered cowering right. dazed exhausted and, frightened nauseated etc 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 right and and as we are going through as we're going through this and we're coming across higher and higher level spellcasters those status effects are going to are going to be i think more prevalent than at the lower level so i think you're i think you'll get a ton of mileage off that well and i mean th- there are some that persist until like you rest or have like a, a, a restoration spell, like exhausted, you know, that's a pretty, right. pretty big one there. Awesome. Who, who wants to follow that up? I'll go. Rebecca. I took a um, page out of Devasho's book and picked up, what is it called? Title surge? Title surge? Title surge? Title surge. Title surge. Yeah. Ah, that, is, that is an excellent choice. Yeah. So <laughs> now Alindra can flank with herself. Just like Tavacho used to do, so that'll be fun. What? So cool! Title Title Surge is definitely one of my favorite uh, Solarian abilities. The ability to move—I think it's—you you can take your entire movement, no attacks of opportunity against you, and you counted being in both places at once. Pretty yep. great for if you're having to one v one a uh, an enemy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, that's awesome. Awesome. Who's next? Flying oh, through these. Miles. Uh, yeah. So I got a couple of new spells, but I also have a new magic hack. Oh, and yeah. this one is <laughs> kind of fun. It's called Rain of Fire. Once per day as a full action, you shoot a ranged weapon at multiple targets within range. The maximum number of targets is equal to half your Technomancer level or the number of shots in your weapon, whichever is lower. Each attack uses your highest attack bonus and each enemy can be targeted only by a single shot. That's cool. Oh my goodness gracious. It's so, it, so just I, light I, up the I could, sky. I could, I could feasibly just make seven shots. That's uh, that's pretty rad. Shoot a range right on multiple targets within range. Yeah, at this point, so seven <laughs> critters. And each one, yeah, there's no negative bonus for full attack. Right. That's that's pretty I'm pretty good for yeah. <laughs> getting yeah. swarmed by a bunch of <laughs> of things. It just Say, reminds me of that scene of like the winter soldier and rocket raccoon in uh Infinity War where they're just like just mowing down oh. everybody. <laughs> well yeah, no, can you imagine 10 holographic carolers coming at you and you're just like (laughs) like half of them disappear because they're they're uh figments awesome who's next we got jabert and tyler right i can i can go mine's pretty fast Mm -hmm. uh draws just gets a combat feat this level i've picked a 
pretty easy one. Uh, I don't remember the name of it. I think it's called Through the Lines. And essentially, it just allows me to charge through one ally's space. So I think that might have come up in an episode. And <laughs> since Adros does every, have... Every time you want to charge, it comes up. Yeah, I mean, it, it, charging for Adros is important a because i can do it as a standard action so it's far easier for me to do b because i can make two attacks at the end of it and as opposed to just one yeah so i want to be charging into battle uh, a lot all the time if possible and when a dross rolls low on initiative that can be hard and so this will hopefully help out with that awesome and jabert last but not least new and this one four eight stuff i mean mean, it's all new because we've got a a new class and yeah and and things like that but what what else do do we have um at level 14 i got evolution drinker or sorry not evolution yes that's right evolution drinker (laughs) it's sort of that evolution (laughs) it's sort of an upgrade to an ability i haven't used yet called evolution drain where you can make a standard action to make an attack and um, you can sort of get some extra evolution points. So if you're trying to do something with like a like a bunch of evolution points, Damn. you can sort of uh, you can fast track getting yourself some of those. But this sort of upgrades that, so I get uh, more on you know whether or not they uh, uh, succeed or fail at a fort save. And also, I can use evolution drain as a critical effect, which is pretty fun. So, oh my! And then if I if if all the things go right for me, right? So if I if I get get the hit, mm-hmm. get the crit, then they fail the fort save, and then I roll maximum on the number of EP that I get back, then I can cause the target to become nauseated. Oh boy, I'm gonna be so upset if I do all those things and the target is immune to nauseated. <laughs> 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 so sad. Just go go ham if you ever see like a, a human opponent. You're just like, oh, you're gonna get it, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I roll all the attacks. I re-roll the attacks. We're doing right. this. Yeah, so that's that's uh that's that's my big thing. Awesome. Level 14, and you guys are ready to get back into it. Oh, hold on. Speaking of re-rolls, I guess they have reset for the level since we leveled up, right? Oh, that is a true fact. And everyone well, I, I should say everyone except the two dummies use their their re rolls on the plate. I don't think Miles and I used any. I, I don't think I did either. I, mean, I was just thinking about that. I was. Did and I? No. I, I think I was tempted to the last battle, and I I opted not to because yeah. I didn't realize it was. Well, it, you uh, like fighting Alindra, so <laughs> it would have been kind of mean if you're like, you know what, I'm gonna re. Well, I mean, I was fighting Alindra, but I mean, I didn't have access to my spells or anything, so yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's worse, not using a reroll or using it and getting a one? <laughs> uh, using it and getting a one. <laughs> I, I, I tend to agree with Miles. Maybe you guys were the smart ones. We shall see. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. See. You know what? I'm, I'm making up rules on the fly here, but, you know, because they're our own little homebrew table thing, here's, here's another way you can use it. Instead, if you don't want to re-roll it, if you want to call it before a roll and like roll it with luck and just roll 2d20 and, and take the higher, I'll allow that as well. Bringing the nice. advantage rules uh, into this? What are you, crazy? Yeah, luck rules for, for Pathfinder folk, but it, that is that is your option, but you have to do it before you call, obviously. 
or, or before you roll the the dice and do our Norse foundry dice yeah. re-roll. Does this stack with communalism? Could you, <laughs> the Sheeran's communalism? No. If So could you roll 4d20 and take the highest <laughs> result? In general, the there's only one re-roll ability per roll. Or, makes sense. You know, roll ability. <laughs> Ours is a little extra one just for, for fun cinematic sake, but I don't know why I didn't use mine. I had plenty of chances as well. You had tons of chances. I had a lot of monsters to attack you with, but we'll we'll figure it out. Maybe maybe uh maybe I'm um, using them using them wisely. Um we'll we'll see in the future. But indeed you guys had a kerfuffle about this, you know, last week. In, in last week's episode and the week before that there was also a bit of a, a mix up where I thought I had loaded something into the third pod that you were exploring in, in the, the room where right. the, the, the demons came out and I was like I was so absolutely sure I put something in there but I misplaced it in my notes and indeed there was something in there in a treasure section of my notes that I had added in. So that is where we're starting this week's episode is walking back up to the lodge. You see the Android area now in the like dawning light of the day, as well as the research leader Tala, this, this Korlu Xenio archeologist, they both be wearing some kind of belts that seem to match the Sivian technology of your entanglement bands that Andis and Alindra are wearing, whereas those are kind of like gauntlets. They are wearing like belts of that style. So like friendship bracelets and friendship belts now? Okay. No, I think they want a tag team match is what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, they're, I mean, I think they probably look like that a little bit, like have like <laughs> a, a bit of a wider, you know, thing in the, in the middle and thinner on the sides. So. Yes, they, they do look like that, and it does look like Sidian technology. Would Alindra and Andis notice this and, you know, clock it as like, that's Oh, yeah, you got, you got plenty of time to, to chat as you're walking back up the, the mountainside here. If, if you mention anything to them, hey, what a cool belt you have that yeah. matches my sweet badge. I think they would notice as well. It's like, oh, yes, we, we pulled these bands of... Uh, from one of the cryopods. It somehow seems to link the wearers, though we have not been able to determine how. Uh, Tala takes theirs off and, and hands it over, and Ariad will do the same. It's like, here, here. They'll hand one to Andis and, and one to Alindra, but you guys can, can look and see if you can figure out what these are. Uh, you, yeah. you, you keep these Sivian tech items together. Uh, could be fairly dangerous tech. You know, if it were to fall in the wrong hands, but don't don't get us don't don't get us wrong. We we trust you maybe a little bit more than the corporate suits ahead of you. Points over to Knack, Feldspar, and and Ramy Quindar. <laughs> I assure you that we will keep these very safe, and we recognize the importance of of ancient technologies. And I recognize trash talk when I hear it. <laughs> I've I've been looking for some new toys. Thank you. Thank you. 
Mm. It just starts like just starts taking it apart and putting it back together again. No, no, no! Don't take it apart. Oh. Nope. No, oh. it's destroyed now. Oh, <laughs> destroyed. No, it looks like indeed swallowing pieces of it. <laughs> very similar to the bands you've got. Why would you, you swallow them? Because <laughs> I'm a child, Nack. I'm a child. Jabert <laughs> knows all about it. <laughs> my my one and a half year old spent the entire back half of the day taking little packets of soy sauce out of a. Out of a little sandwich bag, and then putting them back in, and just doing that over and over and over again. It was S tier parenting. (laughs) (laughs) If you say so myself, these are memories that are going to stick with this human being for their entire life. You've forged permanent memories that they're going to look back on and expect. Why do I love soy sauce so much? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Speaking of of loving something so much, why don't, I mean, you're taking a look at these technological hoops Mm -hmm. and indeed they look like larger belts with advanced panel of of kind of techno magic circuits on the front. If you put them around your waist and you sort of like wiggle around and you spin them, does, does something happen? Are they hula hoops? No. But if you want to make me an engineering or a mysticism check, you can see if you can figure out what the tech is, what exactly it it does. Low rule, but a pretty good result. Yeah. Oh, and we've got a... Oh, my goodness. Got a good one from... Oh, Knack, Knack here. They're not showing you this. This is, oh, this yeah. is private yeah. tech. No, I'm just kidding. You guys can all uh, take a look. But thir- <laughs> it's our, 30... It's our secret Civian club. Uh, 30 is going to be enough to figure out that these are entanglement belts. Ah, so very like a badge. similar to, yeah, but they are badges or I think are how I describe. Yeah, them. We don't need the those stinking ones. badges. Well, these are, are similar. They do something kind of similar in that they are a pair of belts. And when you attach them, uh, you can take a standard action to attune them. And once doing so, you are quantumly kind of entangled in, in the same way the badges do. But once you remove the belt, that entanglement ends, so you can give it to someone else. But the entangled creatures, the two wearing the belts, benefit from constant status effects that target each other. Um, and in addition to that, each increases the bonus they receive in aiding each other from flanking to from plus two to plus four. Oh, so these are what huge, literally flanking buddy belts. Flanking what? buddies. That's like the best thing I've ever heard. What, what, so what is this thing about the status effects? Right. So if you have a two creatures so entangled benefit from constant status effects targeting each other. So I think it could be both good and bad, but if one of them has, I think, haste or some other effect, that it would also affect the other person. Whoa, but only positive set of status effects? No, like, it sounds it like if one is staggered, constant, the other one will be staggered. Constant status effects. So I think if one gets confused, the other might get confused as as well. Mm. But this wouldn't affect something like if you get hit with a laser blast. That's not a, a constant one. That's mm. you know like an immediate attack. But if it if it's perhaps something that lingers, that might you know. Do you think uh, like would diseases 
and things like that affect it? Probably not. No, we'll play it by ear. This is new tech. We'll okay. figure it out. <laughs> but, sure. I no mean, one knows how this works. I think the uh, the benefits probably outweigh the the end goal here. But it's up to you guys, and you yeah, don't have plus to. Plus four on flanking is huge. That's pretty that's, good. That's good. So who gets it? Adras and Andis, or does Alindra get to? I don't know. We, we got we got the flanker extraordinaire knack here now. <laughs> oh, oh, please. <laughs> He's been running around the backside and helping out. I feel like Alindra with her three slashes needs one of these buddy belts. Well, but... I, I will say Alindra now has, because of title surge, I can flip over people and get to their backside more easily in addition yeah. to being able to yeah. flank I mean, myself, I... but... I think it'd be fine if it was just still Andis and Linda. I mean, Andis, because he's got the reach and he's got the size mm-hmm. and he's yeah. got the reach. So he's the easiest person to flank with. And you have the best, you, sort of I think you have the best move mobility. So you, uh, I think you two are still the, the best well, kind of cohesive pair for that. I, I will say this counts as a magical item though just just FYI I don't I believe the badges did not this is a hybrid item so I think it does I am willing to give up one of my magical items they're kind of worthless anyway so that'd be fine for me yeah I mean are you okay with doing uh, that yeah I actually only have one magical item right now (laughs) upgrade yeah and that works because I I, the two things that I have on a dross I'd like to keep so okay cool Uh, all right all right, the the new season's flanking buddies. You didn't see it coming, but <laughs> if I, I, I'm I'm afraid, like if we put too many of these things on, something is going to happen. Like there's going to be a little little bit in the book that's like, if they put on three of these, then they accidentally collapse into one character, and one of them leave your group. Alindis or <laughs> Andra. Andra. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, that's so funny. So, right. As you guys put those on and you can start entangling them, it gives you like a little warm, fuzzy feeling, you know, as warm, fuzzy in more than one way. I can feel the the sun bracelets. Your atoms kind of get shook in this reality a little bit until you. Yeah. At this point, you, you feel very in tune with one another from, you know, Maybe you like fall in step and stuff every once in a while before you realize it and have to to break it as you're walking up the mountain. But you're in tune as you walk back up the mountainside. I'm imagining the the little short Jawas from the space balls. Ding, 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 ding. (laughs) Right. I mean, there are, as you get up the top here, cheerful voices that greet you from friendly holographic elven carolers and you see a portly logger bot you know giving you a robotic wave hello (laughs) the the storm has seemed to have thinned out there's still some clouds in the sky but you know they they start to to blow away as the distant sun crests over the mountains here and, and lights up you see the valley behind you the the, the small village in the distance, oddly enough, to the far north, maybe 10 kilometers, 15 out on the horizon, what looks like a tower standing amongst the, the mountain peaks. As you, as you get back up to the chalet, you can see all this in the, the distance. And 
now that the storm has subsided here, you know, there's like huge snow drifts and things, but there are many a starship that seem to have landed around the, the chalet since you arrived, many of which have branded logos of EOX Channel 666, Absalom Station News, Castrovel Channel 5, and outside the launch are dozens of camera crews, drone robot cameras, TV personalities, reporters, you know, begin to roll as they see you marching triumphantly back to the launch. And at this point, a human, Actonian human with an updo kind of breaks out from the pack who looks like this and introduces herself as as Lyda Lantrell, ASN1. Care to give an interview to the, to the largest news station, Drift Rider Crew. Welcome back. Is, is anyone interested in giving a, an interview before you head inside? I, oh, yeah. I think I think Rainy would say we're not going to comment on it right now, but you can check out the limited series that will be based on our exploits of the last few days in about six months. <laughs> <laughs> no, no interview then. No. Uh, I, I, th- I think Nag is like Nag and Drew is like biting their teeth, like maybe you know. Lida, lovely to see you again. NDA, buddy. NDA. I signed them. You signed them. Mister Felspar, just anything, anything for our our listening audience around the verse. Uh, uh, we, we can't talk too much in specifics because there's a lot of stuff that's going on right now, but uh, understand that that we are working very hard on this. Uh, this is uh, a, a big thing that is going on, and hopefully everybody's going to come out all right on the other side. Right. As, as you guys enter into the lodge, there is a round of applause from the New Horizon workers who had uh, been you know, through the night and, and the last few days trying to, to figure out a way through the storm. And uh, even up in her office through the wide kind of glass windows overlooking the the interior, you see Isafina not giving you a little golf clap. There are hugs all around as... Tala and, and Ariad and and uh, Nai, the Xeno archaeologists, kind of you know plop down in 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 chairs and and start getting medical attention. Caddy Wampus comes up to you all with a large tray of piping hot chocolate black milk and says, "I made sure that we saved you some of the little marshmallows. Figured you all might need them after the night you had." Oh, you're the best. Dross takes two mugs. <laughs> Oh, I did not account for doozies, but okay, let me go back. <laughs> you know what? Address, you can have my marshmallows and just oh. pulls them out of his pocket. <laughs> drops them in. <laughs> Thank you, Caddy Wampus. It's, it's why I do this. It's for these little treats. <laughs> he looks at it. I don't do it for the fame. Though. I don't do it for the money. I do it for marshmallows. <laughs> Weird goblin marshmallows. Pocket marshmallows, specifically. Pocket marshmallows. <laughs> Sweaty pocket marshmallow. This becomes greasy. That's that's his trick attack. (laughs) Sweaty pocket marshmallows. (laughs) No. Yes. Pocket sand. Mrs. Knotts comes down and and says, "You know, thank you all so much for your your service. I'm excited that." We not only got to see you all in, in, in action again, but that all of our people here 
are returned unharmed. I, I've gone ahead and and transferred the 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 funds to your accounts, five thousand credits apiece. Thank you so much. And uh, if you have a moment, I would like to see you in my office. I mean, I'm not going anywhere. Uh, Caddy Wampus comes up and says uh, that the bug man also sent a message along. The Starfinder said that if you guys can indeed confirm this was a Sivian base, get some proof. They're going to unfreeze a mother load of a slush fund on us. Leans in conspiratorially and says 125k. <laughs> you guys sure this was a, a Civ base? I start I start flashing my badge and uh, and showing off my showing off my pretty belt. Oh, you got some jewelry. <laughs> so, yes, if, if you this were not a Sivian base, how would I have these? But I'm like also holding like a Sivian gun, like which I've just always had. Or was that Kishali? <laughs> I think it was a Kishali oh, weapon. Okay. But yeah, yeah, no, this is this is some of the first like non-destroyed Civ tech indeed that you've been able to pull out. If you want to get, make an engineering check and send along like technical schematics as you, as you take apart and put back together these things, uh, that that's proof enough. Yeah, we also have the data that came off that one computer terminal, right? Yeah, you can send that along. And, but, yeah, and I mean, didn't we see like hieroglyphics that were clearly in the Sivian language or something? Yeah, wait, we've got a 41 here for his one for each tech. So, I mean, I mean, it's a very simple check. You can do multiple ones if, if you want and like a culture check for the language stuff and, and send I mean, along the I eat no now, important pieces. Nack now just speaks Sivian, so you, oh, yeah, I could just... This was right, a Civ so. base, or my name isn't. And then he says something in Civian that's complicated. <laughs> yeah, so that that will take some uh, some time to to get approved. But Kai Wampus is is willing to send along all your your data and, and heads back to the ship. It's like sweet, we're gonna be living that credit money life now. Kaching kaching kaching. How much of a cut does he even get? <laughs> I get to live on the ship. Oh, that's not much of a cut. We should I'm, actually pay him sometime. I'm giving off the top. <laughs> no, but okay, that makes me feel at least a little better. I get all the merchandising rights. Oh, I actually now I'm now I'm now I'm upset. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, for the record, he does not get all the merchandising rights. Every yeah, we've already tied one. that up already. <laughs> uh, right. So as you, I mean, you guys can also get like fully medically treated you know, along with the, the other folks that you rescued back up to full health and SP. If, if you, if you want to burn an, an RP, I don't know if you were down after that. I don't think we were down after that last fight, but um, they can spring for the heels. Yeah. I, I mean, I mentioned people had taken some HP damage, but as you go back up to Knott's office, she says, ah, thank you once again, though. I, I'm, I didn't want to, cause uh, a scene but it seems whatever you might have done in the night while down in those ruins might have triggered something or somewhere close by here on the planet you see there was a, an earthquake north of our one of our, our research weather stations she brings up a topographical uh well, it looks like a fairly local area map uh, on the 3D holographic projector in her office and interlaces some photos of the area. After the avalanches subsided, we got reports of a, a massive tower that seemed to grow overnight out of the mountainside. 
and the reports are it stands about 250 feet above the surface. You can see the top of it from from here. I am very worried that it is some other kind of ancient structure, like the ruins that might have come out of hibernation. Is there any way that you all might have the time? I mean, now that you're here on Jetterat, to just look into it, to, to take a little detour. <laughs> we would very much love to have a, a veteran Starfinder force right off that this tower isn't a imminent threat to our business interests here on Jetterat. Well, if it's towering 200 feet above the surface, it seems like we ought to perhaps check out the tip first. Can we fly up there? I we, we haven't had anyone able to, to scout it yet. So that, that is something that you can can maybe do a flyby uh, when when you are back on your feet. While, while you are here, though, obviously on Jetteret, I've already gone ahead and made up a, a nice retainer for you all and an expense account for our luxury suites. Your medical care will be taken care of. And of course, comp all your, your food and drink. VIP tickets to all entertainment realization facilities are at your disposal. Obviously, you are our number one guests. Well, first, I'd like to say that uh, flattery will get you everywhere. And uh, yeah, I think that's a, a fair uh, a fair trade. If you give us the, the VIP treatment, we will check out uh, just the tip. <laughs> Well, we will. I was so proud of us for not making that joke. <laughs> as mean, soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, somebody's going to make a joke um, about this. It's 250 feet tall, so I don't know where you might be able to, to land a starship, but uh, certainly there, there'll be someplace over there. Yeah. So what, what would you guys like to do now? I mean, you've, you've kind of got the, the run of it here. It doesn't seem like a, an emergency to, to get out there. Sleep! Sleep! Sleep. I want to sleep and take a bath. Okay. She'll give you, you know, like send to your data pads, a, a small collection of, of buildings, maybe uh, like a five minute walk from the chalet. So still up on the mountain here that uh, she'll give you the, the electronic key cards for and, and invite you to, you know, definitely check out the, the tapas uh, <laughs> on like their their menu, as well as some of the charcuterie boards that they're they're known for. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, gonna, be, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be camping out in the uh, the buffet. For... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I, I figured Raimi would be like, uh, you see this menu? I want I want the menu. I want all of it. Oh, a tasting menu sounds delightful. Right? Yeah. So she'll put you. I mean, she'll like have an entire associate kind of like lead you over in that that direction to um to take care of all of your needs. But yeah, as, as you're leaving the the chalet, yeah. Once more, there are plenty of people here trying to to get an interview with you. Uh, somehow closest, you know, even like behind the lines is is light a land trail and they start rolling as soon as you start walking out and i don't know you can like wave to cameras if you want but she says uh, uh, this is new streamer light a land trail bringing you non-stop coverage of the crisis on jetterat this remote planet is the planned site of a large large feldspar sponsored luxury community resort the new horizons over the past week construction has been 
slowed due to unusual blizzards ravaging this planet, though they have now stopped. Clear skies are, are opening and have revealed to the north what seems to be a massive ancient structure of some kind where there wasn't one before. She kind of presses a button and you see like a holographic screen appear behind her. Uh, let's go now to a live feed of this tower from our observer shuttle so you can get an idea of it. There is a, an ear splitting sound that pierces the air around you as feedback comes over like every single comm unit. And there is a metallic kind of screech that even in your your armor kind of shakes you down, gives you a little shake down your spine. And then there is a massive roar of of a pair of engines as two silver ships slice through the clouds and swoop down dangerously close to the chalet. Maybe there's some light fire here on the the, the side of the mountain as they they throw some weapons out. Maybe they they knock over some trees as they kind of like buzz the the chalet. And then Those trees in, were irreplaceable. <laughs> Lyda kind of turns to to face the the direction, and there's a, a deafening boom that echoes through the air as you see far off in the distance a a trail of smoke nearby this this tower, and the the feed of her her observer shuttle goes goes dead. There's a a gasp that comes from her. She says, Kel, is that you? Copy. Do you copy? Kel. And there's only a burst of static that answers her. These ships seem to be menacing the, the chalet and, and flying in a, a pattern where they are keeping distant and, and searching around. Why don't you guys uh, make me a piloting check or maybe engineering if you want to do a quick vehicle spotting? Yeah, taking a look at it, Andis 148, I think in the the tech that you've seen from these, the Civ base, these seem to be Civian ships of <gasps> some sort that have perhaps come from another facility. You didn't see any bays, any starship bays in, in the one that you guys just went through. Mm-hmm. I, there's like a, there's like a, uh, a, li- a little, a little voice. Maybe one of the old Andes is is sort of shouting out that they that they understand this connection mm-hmm. um, through the little pinhole in my in my brain. Um, I have only the faintest inkling about this, but uh, I'm that's a that's a Civ ship. If I've never seen one. <laughs> Yeah, and as, as you say that, indeed, one of them far off in the distance unloads what seems to be some kind of energy beam at perhaps some of the unbuilt log cabins and things that you pass like while going down into the hard pack valley. So you see like smoke and things that's going like off the in mo- the that's distance. Like the most overkill I've ever heard of is like shooting beam weapons at log cabins. Oh yeah. <laughs> the logger bot that was there is definitely destroyed. It's just gone. <laughs> yeah. So o- over like hanging off. over your gums you hear Kaiwamba say, what, what was that? What's going on? Are we getting out of here? <laughs> the things are the things seem to be getting dangerous. Should we get up there and see what's happening? Yeah, I guess so. Room no service is gonna have to wait. 
No more now. I'm surprised you two are so reluctant to protect your own interest. Yes, let's get in. Let's get in the ship and do our job. <laughs> no one said we were being reluctant. We're just tired. That was a heavy sigh, Raby. <laughs> you guys have been up all night long. What's one more starship combat? You know. <laughs> I know. Like I was. Uh... I'm surprised how long we've gone without resting. Oh, boy. <laughs> Only the entire season. Right. As you, like, make towards the Drift Rider, uh, Light of Lantrail runs up to you and, you know, out of breath says, I think I think they might have attacked my my uh, producer's shuttle. Is there any way? Well, we don't have eyes on the ground there. Can what would you be at all? Uh, open to uh, if we install a, very quickly a remote camera drone to your your ship so we can get an eye on on what exactly has happened there see if if their ship is indeed downed can i sense motive on this yeah go right ahead and we're gonna roll expertise just in case that's it's 47 sense motive <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean she's she's definitely concerned, but uh, you can since she is sniffing for that exclusive, that story exclusive. <laughs> and and Dross is like, you know, you could always just come on the ship with us. Dross, show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah. I mean, I know. I I, I I can do that as well. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Right, what better what better way to see how the Drift Rider crew does their job than... Oh, let even, me get my uh, camera. <laughs> yeah, you can just sit in the gunner seat next to me. Oh, right, geez. Yeah, go get your stuff. We'll stay certainly right here. All right, everybody else get in. And let's get yep. out of here. <laughs> you guys are very rude to the uh, news outlets, I see. I sneak on board. Clang, 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 clang. <laughs> Right. So as you guys get to your ship and start the, the I, I guess, Guy Wumpus already started the like startup procedures and pops inside. Uh, let's let me take you to map here first. Who installed this auto destruct on our ship? I don't like that one bit. <laughs> I don't like the sound of that. Oh, there's dangerous tech on here. You can't let that fall into enemy's hands. <laughs> yeah, we've we've upgraded the Drift Rider as as soon as you got back. The the Starfinder Society has paid for a complete overhaul. Still the same explorer frame from like hundred years ago when the ship was was birthed, but a couple changes have happened. They've they've disarmed your <laughs> nuclear capabilities and replace them with even more <laughs> dangerous antimatter weaponry. Nothing, nothing crazy wise. Just a lot of upgrades. You know, the you had me at more dangerous. Simply <laughs> the best. Shields <laughs> have been upgraded, and the the computer things like that, the AI as well. So lots of lots of little buffs here, but let. So yeah, we are we are on the map here, and here is a picture of what the the these are Civian defense drones that seem to be flying through the skies of Jedrat right now. Jedrat looking, mm-hmm. it, it kind of looks like a transformer mid transformation. You know, <laughs> looks like uh, Starscream. <laughs> it's like only half a jet. <laughs> Uh, right in here, we've got the, the map, and I've got the rules for our starship roles and their actions around. 
We've got it set up here, the now seven different major roles for, for Starship Combat. And the the map I have decided is like uh, hilariously like a blown up snowy valley D&D <laughs> &D kind of map. But the I mean, you guys are, are flying, you know, 400 500 feet in the air and there are additional rules that we can jump into if you want to instead try to go higher you know like reach a stratosphere if you want to go lower and like get down in the valley between the mountains and things with these ships right so right now i mean they're pretty much up the heights maybe I mean, you very much can still like smack into a mountainside, but they're they're at like the the mountain peaks uh, as you're you're flying around. And let's start the starship combat as you reach back and and catch up to the Sibian defense drones. Maybe a couple of kilometers away. I think I have the map set to each of these hexes as a kilometer, but that's like not even not even true. Uh, we're on a smaller scale than most starship combats, I think, normally are. Let's talk about the roles and and who wants to do what. If if you guys recall, it has been it has been some time since we've done a full on starship combat. I think the last one we did in season three was the trying out the squadron rules, which was a lot of fun. But we got three phases here: engineering, helm, and gunnery. The first thing you got to do is figure out what roles you want to 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 do for for the turn and, and declare it as such. So it looks like, Nack, you want to take the, the captain's chair for the, the drift rider. Stepping up. Raimi pilot. And oh, yeah. Maybe grabbing a couple of the gunnery stations, Andis and Alindra, the the new flanking buddies. <laughs> right. you're, you're definitely like down the pipe from each other. You can see one another, but you're <laughs> facing different uh, stations, you know, so you have to turn around and give each other the thumbs up. Don't get cocky, kid. <laughs> and Adros, you want to start on Chief's mate? Yes, sir. All right. I imagine you're <laughs> you're standing behind Knack, like a hand on his chair <laughs> as you get ready to to run about the ship and do what you need to do. Right. So is there any anything you guys would like to start off with in the engineering phase? So mostly engineering here. There are some captain level things you can do at this point, you know, for the, the engineer. You also have a full, fully integrated ship's AI that you can direct to do a task for you each turn. Do you want to try an engineering check? I mean, it can't. It can't spend resolve points, though, right? Resolve points? No, no. I don't. Well, so there's really nothing. I think really it, nothing. No, I think it can for okay. six level things. Yes. So if you oh, wanted right. for the engineer, the, the six level, then. Why don't we just have it divert, do a divert action to the engines to give us some additional speed? Yeah. Catch yeah. up. Does someone want to roll that D20 for me? Or the AI? Hey, there's a 13. Okay. It was so. very nearly a one. <laughs> so, I, can't I, mean, these I can't encourage the AI, can I? 
That's <laughs> holding a pair of pliers like, if you don't make this check. Oh, wait, that's a threat. Sorry. Well, no, but I mean, even, well, I haven't, you know, told you, you know, DC or if you want to uh, have the the non-AI parts of the computer, the Tetranode computer boost it, you can. And there are four plus three bonuses I believe you guys have access to in a, a round. Wow. It is a Mark Three Tetra node, so four plus threes. Do, do you want to give the computer one for for engineering? Sure. I feel like that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that makes it a sixteen, and the DC for the vert is is one of the easy ones. It's ten plus one point five the ship's tier. That is. 31 though i mean it gets pretty high up there that is enough to successfully divert which means plus two speed for the engines taking you from 10 to 12 for the ship and i don't think they have engineering action so let's get into the helm phase with a roll off piloting roll off Uh, can i encourage Ramy? Oh, yes, yes. So now Captain's actions here. Go ahead and make that. Well, I think you automatically succeed at these because this is the simple one, right? Uh, yeah, because it's DC 15. So yeah. I would plus two. Very simple. Then let's go ahead and Ray, might wanna, we might want him to take one of the computer's things for this one since the since the initiative is so important. Yeah, I mean, oh, you, you have three more, so. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm taking a bonus on my end, so. And, womp, womp. So and then two plus the, what's the computer bonus? Two? Three. Uh, so it's 45. Right. So, so I've not rolled great. Rolled a three, and let me see what my piloting is. Nowhere, even with the bonus, nowhere near a forty. So they've got to move first, and the the way I'm going to do it is is kind of mark the the difference, and they can get a little bit further ahead on the map, basically making the distance between you guys about. 31 hexes so you start out about 19 away they've they sped ahead a little bit towards the north so you've got 12 that you can move miles uh, but is there a special stunt or something you'd like to do yeah so, we're in uh i Edros wants to act during the helm phase too oh i'm gonna try to bait. i'm gonna try to give us another speed boost oh okay yes, oh yes, wait oh. oh i don't think i can make it the DC for this is 20 plus one and a half times the Starship's tier. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can make that. That's a 41. Well, do you want to get your Whoa. plus three for this? No, we only have two left. Correct. No, it's for the gunners, baby. <laughs> uh, you said 41. Correct. I would have to roll very, very well. What's My the ability ha- that you're looking to do? Maximize speed. Oh, right. Yes. What? What's our Starship's tier 13? 14. 14? Oh, man. I was looking at the some of the stunts, but it's like, yeah, 10 plus two times your starship's tears. That's a 38. Yeah. If if it's a plus 10, then it's a 31. And if it's plus 20, 41 for, for this level. So get gets up there. gets up there pretty hard. So, yeah. Do you want, you want to just hard roll it? What What's your bonus to athletics or acrobatics? 26. 
Okay. All right. So you need like what a 16? Yeah. 15? Well, I mean, I really, we're so far away. I really don't know what else I would do this turn. So why not? Why not? Yeah, you can definitely make up some speed, get a better firing solution for your gunners next phase. Go for it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's going to be closing about half the distance if you are able to to make that. Well, I'm just checking something here. Not sure why my athletics is showing as lower than my acrobatics. <laughs> I was looking at your character sheet and I thought that was odd too. <laughs> that Yeah, because I don't have an... I don't have an ACP. It is zero. Why don't you just roll that D20 if you're you're planning on it, and we'll figure out what what the better one is. Yeah. Okay. That's a good plan. <laughs> now this requires an RP, but everyone gets one free RP. Hey, I just forgot the Starship one in front combat. of the five. Oh, five <laughs> on the dice. Well, I mean, you got a level reroll. Do you want to use it here? No, it's fine. Got two chances. Okay. Then with that out of the way, you've got 12 spaces to move miles. Do you want to just make a a, a beeline to get closer to these bad boys? Or do you want to do a piloting stunt of some sort? Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what I want to do. Um, Something that would uh, get some. Well, I I guess I can uh, spend that resolve to to move at one and a half times speed. Can I? With what is that a special Uh, action? For full power. Full power. If you have at least six ranks in piloting, you can spend one resolve point to make your ship move one and a half times its speed. Oh, nice. So that would take us to if you if you do want to burn that RP. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, this doesn't this is a push, so it doesn't require a check, I don't believe. Uh, 18 hexes? That's crazy. Yeah, so your your boost up that definitely gets you past the the halfway point. Yeah. So you just uh pedal to the metal and you can kind of oh oh this. yeah i mean just uh k Loggins is a blasting and ramey is just <laughs> you know pulling out those fancy those fancy tricks it's funny as soon as we started the this uh, starship combat i put on the top gun soundtrack <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh awesome go ahead and, and i believe you have access to to move this guy down here this little ship this one i yeah. i do not all right, I'm a dirty liar. <laughs> Thanks for calling me out, Miles. <laughs> but you're moving ahead. 18. I'm just gonna yes, uh, yeah. Just go ahead and pop slide them. you in right over here to this, yeah, where the the shadow of the the Chalet Mountain kind of meets up with the the Hardpack Valley below, and that puts you pretty darn close to these things. I probably should have right. burnt something similar. About 13 clicks away, 13 hexes as we get into our gunnery phase. So some some new action on the Drift Rider. As I said, no more nuclear missiles. Instead, we have, I believe on the front, the forward arc, a linked persistent particle beams and the turret has uh, linked adamantine alloy gatling cannons and a force blaster it's uh, not a weapon i don't think we've we've used before is that right i'm sorry did you say horse blaster force force blaster, horse blaster. Okay. i wish it was a horse blaster I just <laughs> launching so confused just launching fillies <laughs> so is a a a special weapon and you can try to use it here if you want but it's a short range 
blast that only, I believe, affects shields. But you can also sacrifice for this level, I think this heavy weapon force blaster, up to 40 points of your own shields to take down a similar additional amount of your opponents. So big risk, big reward. You have to sacrifice those before you make the roll though. So it's basically like ejecting the energy from your own shields to negate your opponents. And it's from the arc that you fire it from, which means that since it's on the turret of the Drift Rider, you can do this multiple times for uh, in total, your shields are 280 points. They can feasibly do this a whole bunch. Uh, but yeah, those are the three options right now as I think, yeah, both of these ships are in your front arc. What would you guys I'm sorry, like do, do we have the grid turned on correctly? Like, it looks like our ships are catty corner to how the crit grid is grid is fine i'm just i you know i haven't got these guys aligned correctly oh okay <laughs> we'll, we'll put them a little like everyone kind of facing the north or top of the map Oop, there we go okay because that changes what's in each uh, what's our yeah I'll, I'll i'll fix it i'll fix okay. i'll fix but, but, but we're, we're, we're driving straight at them so they're presumably in our front arc right now okay uh, yes okay Okay. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, have, I'm also going to be moving us around this map a little bit because it's it's not that big. <laughs> I have I don't know that it's ever really come up mm-hmm. in in uh, in all of our starship combat times. Um, how does range work again? Is it, if it's every of the increment, can you not mm-hmm. use it? Nope. It's uh, well, some weapons you cannot. Some like, like have specifically short. Are, yeah, but um, is a minus two for every okay. range increment. Well. Alindra, would you like to do the honors with this linked particle beam? The forward linked persistent particle beams? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do my best. Here we go. I believe. Was there? Ooh, oh, oh, my. Oh, that's a natural 20. <laughs> and I get a plus three on top of that, right? From the computer. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a not hit. That, not that so. it matters. <laughs> it is a definite hit. So, well, first off, a, a shout out to, uh, you know, I think because this is your Rebecca and you haven't done it yet, our good friendly neighborhood K, who asked, you know, what has been your favorite book to run so far? Oh, that's a great question. I we've always had, go back to the second book of Dead Sons. Oh, I yes. really enjoyed that one. Oh, just because it's I on Castravel? Yeah, there was Castravel and there were dinosaurs. There was a Jurassic Park thing. And uh, Alindra had a lot going on for her story there. So that that was a fun one for me. Oh, what was book two called? It's not really Temple. called Temple, Temple of the Twelve. Yeah, I was going to say that, but I wasn't gotta, sure. Gotta Google it. <laughs> All right. <Full> of something. <laughs> I'm taking notes for what everyone's favorite is. So I'm going to write the perfect the perfect one with all the elements. If you ask me again, I'll probably say something different. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it depends on the day, right? Okay. So there are new rules for critical effects in, in Starfinder um, Starship Combat, which I would like to use here. Unfortunately, it's not double damage, but the normal crit rules for, for Starships is, I believe if you do whole damage, then you can get an additional critical threshold. I believe it does have to do whole damage, though. Right, that is correct. 
So it depends on how my damage roll goes, whether we get through the shields. Yes. Okay. Should I roll that? 20d6? Why right. not? D D6. Uh, go, go ahead and roll it. I'll, I'll look up these additional um, critical effects. All right. That's 63 damage. All right. All right. I don't think there's actually to do any additional there's additional natural 20 stuff for like other abilities but i don't think there's any additional ones for blasting with the guns okay i'm sorry how much damage in toto 63 three and these are on there aft shields uh that is enough to cause a a, a critical effect that yes. gets gets through oh, the um, i'm just gonna do the the closer one to you uh, shields are completely down on the aft side and we get to roll a critical system here and i believe you've got it underneath you guys what uh roll, roll me a d100 all right 57 that is a weapons array oh no now it won't take effect this round if they fire back at you but the the next round give me a d4 we'll start with a forward and it'll be one random arc three and, that is their aft going from the forward so not you know not a a great one for this chase all right and i'll mark that on this guy's character sheet. you know i was coming into this really doubting alindra's utility on a starship so this makes me feel very good yeah. <laughs> it's edifying and they have they have a turret weapon that they could fire backwards at you all let's let's go for andis first before they they open up right so do you got, got abilities count in starship combat so like could i build like ep or something no i don't not really i don't, I don't think so unless there's uh, something in evolutionists that I don't that allow so. it no it, it would just be like you know when combat starts this happens but mm -hmm. uh, usually i don't know that they, they don't usually but yeah it just it just uh changes whether or not i can use my uh my full bab or my mm -hmm. level as bab or not so okay cool so i think i'm just just one range increment out with this uh with these alloy adamantine alloy yeah. gatling cannons oh um, boy uh yeah so they are that's <laughs> a minus two but you can take the plus three from the, the last ship's computer bonus i think i'm going to do that because uh if their shields are down in that in that oh, arc, yeah. this is this is exactly what these what this cannon is made for yeah it they they upgraded you indeed Ooh. oh with yeah the, with the big daca daca linked adamantine alloy gatling cannons there with, we go 34 with the <laughs> negative and the plus three <laughs> I, I guess i should uh check what their ac is oh yeah that's a hit <laughs> oh jesus oh no <laughs> I've made right. this too easy. If you get that crit in, drop the shields. All right, here we go. Who <laughs> would have thought a natural 20 on the first roll would have been advantageous to the players? Oh, oh my God. 100 oh my God. hull point damage. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, oh, that no, ship is baby. immediately destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and you see it spiraling out in kind of like a corkscrew and, and hit the mountainside ahead of you guys. Oh. But through the smoke as it descends into the dirt you guys get the the ship's ai says you know missile attack launched detected and two 
point missiles are coming at your front arc. These are going to, I'll just roll them both uh, at the same time against you guys. Oh, there's. What? Oh, do not. What? You monster. Oh, Oh, shields hold. Hold shields hold. Welcome to the suck, everyone. (laughs) Oh, there's a. Hello there. This, somebody, uh, I'm never uh, clear of my cash in the history of yeah. this podcast. Somebody, please, uh, screen just just take this that little screenshot right there and just post it on the Discord right now. <laughs> yeah, please, please, just go ahead and uh, capture this for posterity. I don't, I, I'm so scared to move the screen because I don't want the digital. I got it. I got it. Away. I, got it. I just want to keep them there for forever. You want to uh, just post it in uh, like Docking Bay? For episode just, spoilers. No episode, episode spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, With no explanation. What? Just no, this. Put, put no explanation. On it. Can you think of anything more terrifying than seeing this pop up on your screen as a player? <laughs> Not much. I mean, I, uh, to, I mean, unless he was triple attacking and there was another 20 on the end of this, I can't yeah. think of too much things I'm, that could I'm, possibly. We just got this new drift rider. <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. Oh. Wow. Rebecca. Oh, yeah. I see. I see. Yeah. <laughs> so probably a good thing that Lyda Lintrell <laughs> didn't get on your ship as all of your senses are overloaded is that your front shields get blasted with two heavy nuclear missiles. Oh, only nuclear? Who heavy. Now, will I be able to get through the shield? That is the main question. These aren't like linked heavy <laughs> nuclear missiles. So still, we only have 70. I mean, in the front. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see if those can do it. Let's roll the first one. Boop. Oh, oh, pretty good. A 38 on 10 D8. Yeah, do that again and you're good to go. Roll the second. 43, even oh. more. All right, Tyler, so that's stop, going to... Stop encouraging him. <laughs> <laughs> that is 82 points of damage, so 12 yeah. hull. So, so, yeah, so one of the crits goes off, yeah. And let's shout out another couple of our our <laughs> Patreon listeners who's been uh, very kind <laughs> to support us on... Uh, patreon.com at the the higher level i think this one i will go shout out some some dragon masters i think for these double crits uh, who make it all possible (laughs) thank you john 3041 for the first crit and our friend dogpaw hat for the the second i'm still i'm still giddy from from rolling that well I know it's not their fault, but anytime they're called out for your crits, Patrick, I do mm-hmm. resent oh, our critter makers a little bit. Love and it. I know it's they, not their fault. Those but. two, especially. Yeah, I, I pick who my crits go to, <laughs> especially. So let me roll the D100 for your guys' uh, broken system. <sighs> That's a D20. Okay, we'll take it. <laughs> A 97, your power core is glitching. And in addition to that, uh, your ship is irradiated with medium radiation. Now, I think this is something that we talked about last week. Does anybody have, 
is anybody susceptible to medium radiation? Because I think the if you're wearing armor at this point, I think most yeah, people. I think I think it's immune. what level nine armor that makes you immune yeah. to medium. So glad we weren't wearing those monogram bathrobes, Ramy. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't wear them to combat level Unless it's actually were, cool well, we, it's we, a lot, i mean it's i imagine that if it's we level had... seven <laughs> uh, okay yeah but anyone else and uh, at this point a uh, cattywampus having skimmed off the top has level seven armor as well uh on a ship so not not grand but i'm very excited to have dropped your guys's shield but yeah one of these drones is downed in one round so let's get on to round two start off with our positions does anybody want to switch positions um take I'll, up that third gun Move i might down. i might pop over into the uh the engineering bay. <laughs> Caddy Wampus right. trying to keep it together in his space suit. It's like, we took a big hit, Cap- Captains. <laughs> Everybody. Right. Adros will slide in where Andis left. Just I, to, I give I give Adros a high five on my way past. Just, yeah, just to take over until he, they want to come back. Okay. <laughs> Knack or Rami, do either of you guys want to switch her up? No, nope. but I'm ready to start throwing out some some encouragement. Okay, all right. Mm. Just making sure I didn't mess anything up. Nope, that drone only had 75 full points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they went down pretty hard. <laughs> uh, well, Jabert also rolled gangbusters on 30 d There's a I lot mean, of fours. There's a lot of I mean, fours. There's a threes. lot of dice, but. <laughs> yeah, but I mean. Oh, we've only had four oof. attack rolls, and three of them have been 20s. <laughs> I think we broke roll 20. We broke the spirit. Okay, let's jump. <laughs> into the engineering phase and right. you've got cattywampus there helping you but also the ship's ai can 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 do something here but what would you like to do andis so let's see so oh, hang, hang on i have a question before yeah. andis moves and i'm sorry to cut off jabert that's fine i have the option to give an ally us an, an extra action this round mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, though they can't use the same action twice but that is, but it says I have to use my ally's key skill to do that. Is that correct? Yes. So if I wanted to give Andis an engineering extra action so that they can yeah. do something extra, I can do that. <laughs> but I just have to make an engineering check. Target rule, right? Which would be, skill. which would be like DC thirty six. Yeah. So you're talking about the orders special action for Captain, right? Yeah. Yep. So it is. Uh, DC 36 to basically give them an extra action and you're barking orders to the engineering bay. <laughs> to, I, have, uh, I have plus 17, so this is going to be a tough one. Well, you can take you can take the plus three. You've got, you know, four oh, more yeah. this round. All right. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to take the plus sure. three. What does what does Nack say <laughs> to uh, to the, the engineering bay? What's the hey. orders you're barking? And just get those shields back online and get us some speed or whatever you think is best right now. You know, you're down there. You do what you need to do. You uh, do you. Oh, that's a 31. So close. Not going to do it. Let's see. Now, what you got, Andis? What would you like to do? Let's see. Let's see. Let me, let me do a quick little arithmetic here real quick. Okay. So... 
restoring shields would would get us 15 back. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now you can also, as a science officer action with the ship's computer, you can balance. So if you don't want to do divert, 5% for diversion would bring back, yeah, 15 shield points. Nice. That's right. But Um, balance, you can just kind of spread them out. Right, right. I mean, if we don't, if if we're just chasing them, we probably don't need our shields in our in our aft super bad. Mm-hmm. Well, you never know if they if roll they, better on the piloting check, they can zip around to whatever side they would I like. Know. I mean, that's a lot of movement to zip around, <laughs> and so I don't know that they can do that. But you don't know that they can't. <laughs> I mean, that's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. I kind of want to. I kind of want to push and mm-hmm. do my thing um, and overpower. Oh, and to... so that is basically diverting for up to three systems. Yeah, another DC. So the power core, the, port, the power core glitching means a minus two to any engineering checks, though, right? Glitching power core, I believe so. Yeah. All right. So let's see. So I've got minus two. I'm gonna spend a resolve point. I think oh, no, it's it's except on hold it together or patch. So, okay, yeah. So right, yeah, and I'm not doing either one of those two things. Right. Um, if if Nack had, had succeeded at that, I would have uh, overpowered and patched to try to like. Oh right, right. So yeah, minus two for for overpower then. If if yeah. that is part of it. Also tetranode, right? So. All right, so it's so it's DC fifteen plus. So what does that mean? 36. 36. Yep. Do you want to take a plus Oof. three? Oh boy, I don't know. <laughs> I might need to. Um, yeah, I, I, 30, I would. Thirty six and a minus. Okay, so so oh, I'm a, b- before you roll. Caddy Wumpus has got skills. Uh, do you want him to work with the AI and see if they can patch the? That's energy? actually a great idea. Yeah. Why don't yeah. we? Why don't Why don't we see if 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 they can. They can get this thing no, no longer glitching. Do we want to use call. a plus three on that as well? Mm. I mean, it's a pretty straightforward check. Oh, it, DC 10 for, 10 for glitching. Uh, yeah, no, that is automatic. Uh, it, it's 10. Oh, no, plus, 10 plus 21. Oh, so it's it's yeah, 31. 31. 31. Okay, not guaranteed. <laughs> I'll roll it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's not. It's definitely not guaranteed. I've rolled a five, so they <laughs> sorry. Go ahead and, and roll yours. Right. So giving you a false hope here. <laughs> My crummy rolls. Thirty-six minus. <laughs> My crummy three. rolls is the All right. So I need to roll a thirteen or higher in order to get this. All right, you I'm going it. for it. I'm going for it. Yeet. Hoop, hoop, doop, hoop a doop. Plus one. That'll do it. That'll do. <laughs> Wait, no. No, you need a 36. Oh, shoot. I got a 35. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. Yeah. That's, and that is Wait, is it not plus three? That's using no. plus three. But minus oh, no. two. Oh, right, right, Minus right. two from glitching, plus three. So I'm so sorry. So I, guess I, needed, I guess I needed, what, a 12. So. Do we want to re-roll that? <laughs> Level re-roll? Yeah. This? I mean, nah. yes, kind of I do. <laughs> you want to use it? Uh, yeah. We get it right now. You get it. You can do it right now. All right. Let's see. Okay. So this will be net plus one. Here we go. <laughs> Pile of trash. <laughs> Even worse. <laughs> I'm 
by one. Sorry, worst used, by one. We used all the natural 20s last round. Okay. Oh. That is our engineering roll. Let's get to Helm and uh, roll off, Miles. All right. <laughs> Yay. No. <laughs> we both rolled, <laughs> both rolled 12, which probably means that you've gotten it here. What's your Toto bonus? I rolled a 37. Okay. And with my bonus, I've got a 36. I hate life. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I asked me to feel bad for you. Well, please feel bad for him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, it's, you, we're, you we're, very, two, we're very, we're very likely. 20s on our attack. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not. Yeah. Also, we're very likely to go down this round. So, <laughs> if he fires two, if he fires two misses. So, at our front. Yeah. So, oh. I mean, it does, it makes a, a large Yui around and points its front side against your f- forward arc. But That's that is point. You get to move second. So go right ahead. I've forgotten exactly how this game works, but good, good, <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, it can't fire two, two missiles at you because it's only got the, the one ship. You know, we right. could turn around too. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you can you can do that. You can do a flyby if if that's uh, something that strikes your fancy. There's some special actions you can take, both as gunners and pilots, in in the valley here. We haven't talked about them, but like I said, you can dip down low. You can fly up into the, the stratosphere, do a canyon run, get get down into the the canyon. What what are you thinking about, Miles? I definitely, I probably should get you know butt to butt. Just yeah. to buy ourselves some more time. I mean, uh, with a flyby, we would we would be facing our aft towards them. Well, yeah. I mean, it, you don't have to actually do the flyby action if you don't want. You can actually just kind of fly past it to to get your aft to their aft. If that makes sense. Flyby is more fun, though. It is more fun, but it's also difficult at this level. <laughs> Yeah, I, I want I want to minimize the risk in this one because we we're we're we, we got pretty hurt last round. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, do that. That that front arc is completely down. Any any so, stunts you want to do? Any no. other stunts? No. Feel, feel free to move. I, yourself I would at least forward. evade. Yeah, I would at least evade. Right. Yeah. You can try to evade. You can also, instead, you can push and, and get further away from them, like last turn if you want. But evade will give you a little bonus to your TL, to your AC. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to try to evade. It's only, it's only, um, oh man, the DCs are very actually difficult regardless. Evade is another 31, I believe. Yeah. At this level. Oh my gosh. We haven't hit one of these. Yeah. Uh, 29's a fail. Yeah. All right. So move, move yourself forward to, well, I guess I have to move yourself. Yeah, you have to move it. Uh, move to your aft is in their aft or starboard side. And let's get to gunnery. And you guys went first last time. So I'll, I'll start off this time because I can actually hit... I can go with a particle beam and the nuclear missile launcher as well. So I'm going to try for it. I'm going to try for a double attack. 
and this only this first one is going to have a plus four on it. Well, that's good. So that was the lower of the two. Uh, what is currently the Drift Riders? Does it say on the sheet what the yep. AC and the TL is? I think they're one off from each AC other. 32, 32. Yeah. And the TL is 31. So TL is a little bit lower. So the first one is it's Starbird. It is a Starbird side, right? Yeah. It's Starbird side has the just a particle beam on it. And well, they got the plus four. So I've got a 13 here is just a hit so that's going to do 8d6 uh oh i rolled a couple extra oh two times 18 points no 28 points of damage to your guys's uh, we'll do your aft and we'll shoot a that second attack was a another nuclear missile now this one though i believe I don't know if you have to be on that gunnery, but if someone would like to bring up, you have a defensive laser grid, you can try and shoot this down with the laser net. Yeah, the laser net. Heavy laser net, right? It's in the aft. Mm -hmm. Do you want want me to do that, Tyler? I was... I was planning on. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it costs an action. I, I don't think down. so either. But you have to be. Do you have to be in that? I, I, I think so. I think somebody has to make the attack. Although it doesn't matter because like it uses the plus twelve. Yeah, I was about to say you thing, just so. basically have to roll with the the plus twelve bonus. Oh. Wait, I think you so just they- can't. I, I think it just the gunnery can't be empty when it happens. This doesn't but- count as my gunnery. Attempt though, right? No, correct. yeah. All right, Tyler, <laughs> do you want to do that? You probably have a better ranged attack than I do. I mean, I, you, you just use it doesn't matter. Your range so you so roll dice time. better than I do, so I would have you do it. Oh, okay. So what do you want me to roll? Just a d twenty, straight d twenty. Okay. Oh, there it is. There wow. it is. There it is. It's two and one night for me. Two. <laughs> what? Uh, That's why we make Rebecca roll the D20s. <laughs> uh, uh, Pretty much. Boy, the shout outs. So many shout outs. <laughs> Good thing we have a lot of friends. <laughs> wow. I, I just, was like, <laughs> I, I closed out the window because I was like, oh, we're definitely not that <laughs> any more natural. Toy, so wait, right? is in, in one night we've had two people roll two D20s in a row or two 20s in a row? Yeah, life's oh, yeah. good. That's life's true. good, Tyler. <laughs> wow. Wow. Never um, seen that before. Oh, hey, we, we have we have uh, new this year backers on Patreon. It's a good time to to introduce one of them. Traffa, thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon. And and uh, that crit goes out to you. Now, it doesn't do damage to the ship, but the nuclear missile completely obliterated in midair from from that one. And, you know, maybe irradiates both your ships a little bit as they were very close, but no damage there. Uh, let's go on to your guys's gunnery action and you can can levy this against their their starboard or their their aft side. Who wants to fire first? We got a Lindra and a Dross. You guys are two hexes away. So very close. Uh, Dross, go ahead. Okay. Are you on the turret? Well, uh- I mean, it really doesn't matter who's on who, who's on yeah. what. Uh, Whatever gun you want to fire here with your on. aft. Do we have anything else in the aft? Well, you've got yeah. the laser net. The net. And yeah. I thought I had upgraded you guys with missiles, but maybe I went with that 
forward. I think you went with, think you went with the net because we just have a particle beam, a net, and the turret. So, but the turret, but the, uh, got the turret two is weapons. two things, yeah, right? Two, so, can two we turret each, weapons. Yeah, can yes. we each fire a turret weapon then? Yeah, because yeah, force blaster might be. Good. You guys want to <laughs> risk it for the biscuit to to destroy their shields with a force blaster? Yeah. Who wants to go okay. first? So, uh, for for the record, I was planning to use precise target. Is that right? Is that what it's called? Uh, it's the RP in. thing that you use uh-huh. to target uh, a specific thing. Yes. Um, yeah, could could be worthwhile. Okay. I don't know. So then you should go second. And okay, so you'll go second. I'll spend a resolve point to do the to do the broadside, firing the force blaster and the laser net in an attempt to get the shield down. Mm, okay. Good. It's a good idea. I think we still have. Three? No, two plus threes. So I'll take one. Yeah, yeah. For, now's the time. I got. I have to mark off the resolve point since I already used my free one, and now I'm going to roll two attacks at a minus two. But well, a plus one, net plus one. First attack is a twenty. Is a thirty. Thirty against its. This is for AC. the yeah this I'm for sorry. the force blaster for the force blaster oh that's a hit oh boy nice. second attack a natural oh. one oh, on the dice no, no. All, right. all right so yeah that's probably the, well, your the, boy. the order that you want <laughs> yeah right so good lord so uh, yeah that's yeah. Uh, roll three d ten and that could just absolutely destroy its shields right now all right d ten of three. Oh yeah, not bad. A one on one of the dice. Get out of here, you <laughs> red numbered bass. Okay, I mean, so your shields drop forty points in the the aft there and take it to fifty eight points of shield damage, blasting through. Rebecca, uh, you're going through to do some damage with the Ripper gun again, and I'll just have you know. If you're all natural 20, I'm probably going to leave. Like, the episode will be over. <laughs> so, I cannot imagine outro. that will happen. I mean, that would be, be I've never person. seen, I, I, I've never seen that. So. I mean, I am using precise targeting, targeting though, which mm-hmm. means that if my attack hits, then I deal critical damage to a random system. That would then stack if I were <laughs> to also deal a, a natural a critic, 20, yeah. but well, I don't think it will survive if you're on the natural see. 20, so uh, go ahead. Oh, All right, that's gracious. only a 27 to hit. Plus three, though, because we say 30. 30 to yeah. hit. EC is 29, so that is a hit. Woo! Yay! Now, good news, bad news, you've not burnt through all the shields, even with Tyler's massive no. blast. Maybe right, if that's laser This is 30d4, right? 30? Yeah. 30. yeah, it's still 30 D4, so. Yeah, yeah. The, the, it, it'll take half damage for the shields that have less because it's ripper quality, but I think you still have a very good chance of, but basically you're trying to hit 79 hull points at this point. It has just, I think 79 hey, is let's what you see. Need. Let's see if I can make it. 
You rolled a hundred last time, so <laughs> please. Oh, bird did. Taking a and lot. that was with a plus fifteen. Yeah. yeah, it was a hundred, but he had a plus fifteen because they they were shielded. Because so it was down. I yeah. don't think she's gonna get anywhere close. Oh well, no. The the rest of the damage after you burn through oh. the seventy nine. Holy cow! Seventy nine. <laughs> That's before the yeah. No, it's destroyed after that. <laughs> it, so it had two shield points left in that. <laughs> oh <laughs> no! <laughs> and we're out of combat. Woo-hoo. Oh man! Oh wow! All right. Well, let's all vote uh rebecca the mvp of this combat who dare you i will too as well of combat. <laughs> uh right so that one tunnels into the mountainside and explodes in a, a fiery inferno and starship combat is done uh what would you guys like to do next uh sleep I believe there was talk of bathrobes and a buffet. Yeah, yeah well, okay. you knocked out the starship combat. So well, can, can we can we land? And, should we land and check out the tip? Um, the destroyed ships first. Yeah, I mean you, you can you can do that and do some science scans on the the technology and indeed confirm. I mean, it didn't look like there's. A cockpit as as you flew past them, but definitely were automated <laughs> drones of some some sort. Basically, just a bunch of you know guns with some engines strapped to the back of them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just just that's, flying. That's what it looks nuclear like. Nuclear missile launching, particle beaming platforms. Can we tell like what was controlling them or from where they they were? They, they have like tons as you get down there onboard computers and automated systems so it was basically like a, a, a giant flying robot but you know where they were launched mm. from you're you're not sure so it's like autonomous it's not like there's a remote control somewhere okay more than likely yeah <laughs> so there's, there's not some nerd with like an RC controller like gosh darn know. it Alindra doesn't know how this works like wait <laughs> what is technology totally <laughs> Totally Whose like, ship mom, was that? Mom, get the camera. I rolled two natural 20s. <laughs> mom, I'm some illegal modification. I'm dropping the shields with nuclear missiles, Bob. <laughs> I can't. I can't come to dinner. I'm playing Civ. Mm. <laughs> mm. As, <laughs> anyway, as, as you guys get back to the chalet, what, what's a good name for your, your new personal assistant who comes and greets you at the, the landing pad? Johnstable Handswoggle. Oh my goodness gracious! That is uh, as a dead man rolled on a grid's pirate name. If I it is, one too. It, is. <laughs> it was on my piece of paper sitting right, sitting right here on my desk. I just, I couldn't. I'm sorry. Hi, my name, my name's Johnstable Handswoggle. I'll, I'll be waiting on you hand and foot for the, the rest of your stay here at New Horizons. Can I get you out of this irradiated ship and into one of our award-winning jacuzzi suites? Guaranteed. No radiation. <laughs> Slightly less radiation at the yeah. very least. Guaranteed. Let's do it. All right. Well, well follow me and uh, we'll get you we'll get you set up here and, and make sure you have a nice hearty breakfast after exploring Jetterat. And we'll we'll see you uh, next time as we're to be continued here uh-huh. on our, our fun Ooh. new planet. Uh, the the planet's starting to shape up now, guys. I'm I'm digging it. <laughs> <laughs>
uh, are you sick of exploring Civ ruins? Just asking uh, for no particular reason. I mean, we got a lot of rewrites ahead of us. If you are, <laughs> I was very, very excited about just like making it go straight to, into the, the next dungeon, but now you've earned a rest after all those, those twenties uh, kickback. We'll, catch back up with the drift rider crew here as we continue on a book one of the devastation arc next week guys thanks for for playing with me thank you thank, thank, you. thank you listeners thank you for picking up this episode of waking the world seed and we will catch you next time on cosmic cramp Cosmic Crit, an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder role-playing game and adventure paths are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder and Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.